Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Hey, everybody. It's Greg Harrelson here with the Level Up Podcast. And uh, as you know, I've got another guest. And I say this a lot. And I probably should say it every time. I'm excited about this guest. Now, the reason why I say that, because I'm not going to bring any guests on to the Level Up Podcast that I'm not excited about. So if you're thinking, Greg, you say the same thing, because I'm always excited. It's, it's I'm handpicking these people. So the guest today is Dirk Zeller. Dirk Zeller has a company called Real Estate Champions. If you haven't heard of Dirk Zeller, then you're probably, maybe you're newer to the business and you just haven't got the exposure yet, but eventually you're going to hear about Dirk Zeller because he is one of the, what I would say, one of the longstanding kind of authentic, legitimate coaches. This is not somebody that just created a coaching company yesterday because everyone else was doing it. This is somebody that's been coaching agents for quite a long time. And if you talk to agents that's been around Dirk, they've had a lot of success. So I've always respect people that have longevity in, in the coaching business because I know that they're, they're, they're legitimate. You know, So that's who I would say Dirk Zeller is. Dirk, of course, is somebody that I have found myself in similar circles when it comes to being coached and, and being around coaches and coaching materials. So I know that he's been a lifetime student of the business as well as a teacher of the business. So I'm going to leave it like that. Dirk Zeller, thank you, man, for uh, accepting my invitation to be with me here today. Greg, my pleasure. Thanks for offering the opportunity to impact the real estate industry and certainly your expensive audience and thank you for the quality introduction. But what that really just means is I'm old and I've been around a while. <laughs> I think you and I both, our color is, uh, of our hair has changed probably since the first time we ever knew each other. There's no question about that. But yes, I didn't say you were a dinosaur and I don't call myself a dinosaur. I say we have street credibility and a lot of experience. So Dirk, I'm going to be really transparent with you. And I sent you a Facebook message the other day. I'm on your email distribution list. I've been on your email distribution list for years. And you sent me an email or, you know, through automation, I got one of your emails. And I don't know what it was about. And it's not uncommon that I would open up your emails. You are a guy that I open up the the emails. Not everyone, but I do um, at times. And I don't know if it was the subject line or whatever caught my attention. I opened up an email. And this email said something about download this free um I don't know it might have been a free I think you I think you have either white page or ebook I can't remember what word you you seem to use a certain verbiage is it white pages is that tip, typically what you say yeah, or white, ebook a white paper on white paper. Uh, the production gaps yes so I got that in an email and I said well I'm going to download this and I downloaded that and you just happened to catch me at a time that I was preparing for what I call the Real Estate Sales Summit of the Carolinas, which is uh, my real estate event that I have for my agents that are throughout South and North Carolina, because I, I, I'm i in multiple markets. And I was preparing, and I uh, shame on me, but I had never heard anyone talk about a production gap. I know what it is, but I've never heard anyone coach on production gap. And I said, holy cow, Dirk, this is fantastic. And I actually studied what you did. And I shared a lot of that information and kind of on production gap 
um, or my interpretation of it with my company, and it went off extremely well. They, every one of my agents were very appreciative that we had that conversation. So I give you credit for that, by the way, but I wanted to dig deeper into this because I think this is the perfect time. It's the perfect market. Mm-hmm. And agents are in need of this conversation. So we need to give this to them. And, and and there's no better person than you to give it. So can you tell me what, tell me about the production gap? Let's just start with there. Let's start broad. And then maybe we can break it down a little bit more. Um, but how did you come up with that? And what was your thinking behind that? Just if you could share that. The genesis of it was really half a dozen years to eight years ago, the original of it was coming from a place of working with clients and and recognizing there was a struggle and there was a gap and how to define that gap to create intense clarity and how to create a pathway to fundamentally catch up to right where they were compared to where they wanted to be and and especially where they wanted to be at the conclusion of a year and to create a plan or a process from that. The other thing, Greg, that I realized is a lot of agents, one, they lack clarity, and most of us lack clarity in terms of what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish, whether that's you know a business production in an annual year or the long-term financial goals, wealth goals, and working them backwards. You know, most people, and you've traveled like I have you know, all over the world speaking to different audiences, and they all want to be financial. Everybody wants to be financially independent, but few of them really define what that is, work what that is backwards, and clarify the steps that they need to take to get to whatever that freedom number is, asset number is, you know, replacement income number, however they're defining it. That is some of the genesis or baseline of this closing the production gap. And if you're, you know, as an example, sitting there mid part of the year or even two thirds of the year, what most people do is they look at, okay, here's the goal in terms of revenue. Here's what I got in my pocket. And they look at the difference between those and they say, wow, that's big or wow, I'm doing well or whatever the outcome is based on where they are. But the real truth, and don't miss this, all you people that are listening to this, because this is huge. That is not just the only scorecard. What you have in listing inventory you produced in that first portion of the year, you need to count that, especially if you've got them priced right and they're gonna sell, that's part of production that you produced. The buyers that you're actually work with right now that are reasonable, motivated, and likely to purchase and close before year end, that's also part of the effort that you put in in the first part of the year, wherever you're doing this production gap analysis. The leads that you have that are high quality, that are likely to transition to a listing and get sold before year end is also part of the effort that you have put forth that will likely generate revenue in the buyer leads that you may not be actively showing yet, but have a definitive timeline that fits within closing by the end of the year. All those things added together 
are your production for whatever time you're measuring. If you're measuring in a May or June or right or September, all of that is what you produced in this year. And so you've got to compare that to the end goal. And again, we're not throwing maybes on the wall here. We're throwing, hey, you know, 90% certain transactions, listings sold. In other words, if you have a listing that's well overpriced and you can't get the seller to reduce the price, one, you probably should get rid of it, meaning handing it back. But secondarily, you wouldn't count it in your production gap at all. And then now you define there's the real gap. Let me tell you, what you just told us, the audience, not to miss is one of the things that I think is the brilliance in this production gap in the way that you coach it, because this is what caught my attention. So I want to slow it down a little bit here. There's a couple things that I learned from you, okay? One is that there should be a gap. Of course, there's a gap because there's more time. We still got three more months. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so like if you've got a gap, okay, everything's normal. You should have a gap. That was like, to me, is like, okay, that puts it in perspective because now, because a lot of us think we're, oh my gosh, I'm behind. And what we do is we default to withdrawing or giving up and then starting over the next year. Right. So I'm like, okay. So when we say, depending on where we are in the year, okay, I'm, of course I have a gap. So I'm not trying to determine, do I have a gap or not have a gap, is let me get an understanding of how much that gap is, and then I can set up certain things in order to kind of like boost my production, right, and make and, and slow that gap. And then the next thing is, is you said, because people don't know what you just said, meaning how to count your pending income, look at your listing inventory and say, out of your five listings, are two of them going to definitely sell? What the in, What's the income on that? It's almost like an account receivable in a mm-hmm. sense. So you got to give value to that. And then what you, what you, when you do this correctly, you'll realize that yes, you have a gap, but it's not nearly as big of a gap as you thought. Absolutely. You should have a gap. You know, if you're in June of a camp, year, you shouldn't be at your end-all production goal. And if you are, great, let's celebrate it for about 10 minutes and (laughs) let's reset the goal to a higher level so you do have a gap and we go beyond. I mean, great, that's wonderful. But the reality of it is you're right. You should have a gap. You're not supposed to do a full years of production in six months or seven months or nine months. You're supposed to do it in 12. Let's take a quick break from the conversation. Are you looking to generate more listings, more closings, and gain more free time for yourself? Well, join the most effective group coaching program offered in the industry today, where you'll learn from agents like myself that do 200 plus listings per year, every year. Membership includes sessions to help you master listings, improve buyer conversion, and learn what technology can help you grow your business in today's market. We also talk about virtual assistants and how to use them effectively. All of the sessions are broadcasted live, but also archived so you can watch them at any time. If you're interested, go ahead, visit realestatesalessolutions.com and get ready to grow your business. I'm your coach, Greg Harrelson. What I wanted to slow down is from what I heard you say is, we got to, I, I think the formula is something like this. It's 
It's take the uh, the goal, the number. Let's just say the number was $200,000 in income, okay? And then we look at our closed income, and let's just say that's 100000 right. Now, on first glance, we're like, well, we're $100,000 off. We're never going right. to make it up. But then you got to add in, well, what pending income do you have? You realize you got, I'm going to just say 20000 worth of pending income. So now you're at one twenty. And then it, and then you keep breaking it down, right? What else do you include? Your active listings that what? That- active listing inventory that have a 90% chance of selling. Okay. Active buyers that you're actively showing that you know are motivated, that are reasonable, that that inventory exists or is coming, you know, on a steady stream into the marketplace. And they are likely to buy and close before year end. Active leads that you're working again, aren't quite ready yet. It's that listing that says, no, we want to wait till the end of the summer, and but we're going to list once school's back in. Let me ask you, so if it's October, if it's October, okay, and it's a buyer lead, what would the buyer lead, what is something the buyer lead could say, or I could know about the buyer lead that I would say, this one I can count. They have to, well, they have to go under contract by mid November. You got to have a 45 day closing period. Okay. If it's a listing lead, they got to go, you know, live to the market mid October to end of October for it to sell and close. I mean, got it. there are dates here that people have to recognize, and you know them, Greg, because you've been around for a long time and and but some of these agents don't recognize that, hey, listen, I don't really have the whole year. I've really got to, you know, end of November. If it's not impending, it's next year revenue. Yes. You know, and so really the calendar year of production runs December 1 to December 1 or November 15th and November 15th. If you really want to be conservative, you know, if you're in October you got 45 days left here to close the gap. Yeah, so if I'm hearing you correctly, you know, I'm a visual so I'm I'm watching these pictures in my head right now. If I'm hearing you correctly and understanding you correctly, if I have a lead, I don't have a listing, if I have a seller lead, they're coming into Myrtle Beach next week and says, "Hey, look, meet me over there. We're going to go ahead and sign the paperwork and um and I do need it sold this year." If they're saying something like to me, then I can include that, assuming that when that they're pricing it accordingly. Okay. I can include that in potential revenue because I would say that's a 90% chance of of me getting paid on that this year. Okay. Based on what the lead's telling me. Or if it's a buyer lead and they're saying, hey, look, I won't be flying into town until uh, Monday, but you know the goal is to, to write a contract before I leave on Wednesday because I need to be there. My job transfer is kicking in December 15th. I need to be closed. I don't want to have to rent a property temporarily. And they're qualified, et cetera. Their, their, their desires and wishes and needs are, are, are within reason of what I think is on the market. So that, those are examples of how you could put a value on your lead in respects to the production gap. Am I getting that right? Exactly. And so when you get to that, let's call it gap number, that net, net, bottom line, your 200 example, let's say, you know, when you add it all up, you got 30 grand left to do. Yes. You don't know where it's going to come from. 
you know, you don't you don't have a lead identified or a series of leads. That's the raw number that, and, and you can break down the units based on your average sales price. That's the raw number that you've got to lead generate for and lead convert for and lead follow up for to close that gap, to finish where you want to finish. And that's the, I mean, that's the unvarnished reality truth staring you in the face, whatever that number is, whatever that unit unit number is, and you got to go get it. New. Now, you could be from leads that you're currently working, they drop in, but most likely it's going to be from your prospecting lead generation category that you got to go get that. And that's the reality. And that's okay because you now actually know, you now can actually commit to it, or you can change your goal if you need to change your goal if you're so far behind that, okay, I get, you know. I can choose a partial gap. Let's say it's a hundred grand. I'm still, you know, or 50 grand and I've got, you know, two months left. And I, I may say, you know what? I can't get there. Let's at least feel good to a strong finish. Let's create a plan to get to 30 and close most of that gap. Stay motivated stay moving into the fourth quarter, into the first quarter. And if you'll allow me a little latitude, Greg, just one quick comment I want to share with everybody. The fourth quarter is really the most important quarter of every year. It holds in its hand your ability to finish and complete the goals for this calendar year that you're in. And it sets the motivation, the speed, the intensity of what's going to happen in the first quarter. It really controls two years, not one. Boy, that's a nugget right there. It's so, so great. You know, with me in my office, and I don't, and I say this, but, you know, more, more focused on my office, you know, in, in this context is that October 1st is, is, is the beginning of our new year. We got October 1st through October 31st, to ramp up in, uh, well, but October, November, December, the last 90 days, all of that, yes, we're going to close deals and, 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 and we can close gaps. But the reality is, is the one of my primary focuses is to generate momentum for first quarter of right. the next year. It's the, yeah. it's the momentum quarter. And right. um, in the event, if we, if we start the next year from a dead start, from a stopping position, we are going to lack. We want to yeah. run through the starting line. Well, and you'll play catch up all year. Here's the other thing, everybody. Don't don't miss this. And that is when you when you define the gap, and the gap might be larger than you expect. It may be smaller than you expect. But I think there's one question you have to ask yourself at this point, and I think it's very germane to today's marketplace, and that is, what price am I willing to pay to get there? You're probably going to have to exchange something. You're going to have to exchange something. And so you have to decide. And I roll back when I wrote my first book, Your First Year in Real Estate, and I, I looked at 
you know, I, I'd written, you know, 500, 600 articles, but I'd never written a book and I didn't understand the the whole concept and how to write a book and organize it. And it was a whole new learning curve for me. And I recognized to get that book done, I was going to have to give something up. It was a price that I was going to have to pay. And so I looked at, you know, different things in life and I figured that I was going to need to invest 14, 15 hours a week to fundamentally get this book done in a 12-month period of time. So I gave up something that I was spending 14, 15 hours a week plus on, and that was I gave up golf Mm. for a whole entire year. I drained the battery on my golf cart. I put my clubs into the closet in my garage. I locked it up. I couldn't go out and chip or pot or do anything like that because it would have probably drawn me into playing again. And I literally said, you know what? To trade this, a published author book, I have to trade this and give this up. And I did. And I literally didn't play. And I love to play golf. I enjoy golf immensely. I live on a golf course. I'm building a second home on a golf course in a warm community, you know, Southern South community. When you define the gap, you define some of the goals, short-term, mid-term, you're likely going to have to give something up. Now, maybe mental limiting beliefs, or it may be time that you're investing in something else to get something better. But you'll likely have to make a conscious decision of a trade. Yeah. So there's another one that really caught my attention. And that was because, man, we don't coach this, but the way that you coached it in your white paper was, again, brilliant. I, I really, as you can tell, I really think this work was 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 fantastic. I because re- you can you should be able to pick up that I actually studied what you what you wrote, and that is you 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 mentioned that you may have to get out of balance, mm-hmm. but you also put limit to time of how long we want to stay out of balance. Can you can you can you go through that a little bit and share with us and and the context is in order to close the gap you may have to give up something but you also may have to get out of balance. Tell us about that part. Greg, you and I you know have families and kids and kids in similar ages and you know for decades when I knew that I had deadlines and objectives that I was trying to accomplish, whether it was business growth or writing another book or anything. Very frequently, I would go to my family and say, okay, I need to be out of balance. You, let's talk about that. Here's what I need. Here is what I'm trying to do. Here's how it benefits the family. Let's talk about a reward that we can all share in at the conclusion of this. I wanted to get buy-in because I didn't want to just do that without buy-in. I wanted to do it with my family. And obviously that wasn't high on their hit parade for me to go out of balance. But I had to give something in return that we'd go on a trip or we do this or whatever, right, whatever it is. And so everybody, it's okay to go out of balance. And, you know, quite frankly, everybody defines balance in a different way. And that's probably where you have to start as an individual is what is balance to me? And how does that affect the family? And then recognize, I think where the big frustration and Greg, you and I have both done this, I'm sure, 
where the big frustration comes in is in that balance equation is, you know, that battle for it with our families and and fighting it or trying to do it in balance, quote unquote, knowing that this just requires an out of balance approach for a short period of time, whether it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, whatever the number is, if you're trying to close the gap, it may require out of balance. And I, let me let me do one more thing here, everybody. And it's just my observation from, you know, 23, 24, however many years I've been in the coaching business. There's two things, and I and I observe this for me, and I'll be really transparent about it. When you have to make more contacts, more engagements, right? I mean, you literally have to crank it and stop and stomp on the accelerator, and you're behind, or you feel like you in, need to increase the dial. You are either somebody that can do a few more contacts and engagements every single day and define what that number is and spread it out over multiple days or weeks and catch up, or you're a human being that has to binge and literally clear the decks. Okay, Friday this week, I'm going to do this. Monday next week, I'm going to do this. And I can tell you, I beat myself up for a number of years, not being able to allocate it over an extended period of time. I'm a binger. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But me trying to be the other is a recipe for success. So I can clear the decks really well and pound the lead generation and lead conversion for longer periods of time to catch up. You have to decide where you fit in because yeah. the middle ground doesn't work. I can tell you as a coach for 20 some odd years, and I'm sure Greg, you can, uh, you can uh, confirm that for, yes. you know, as successful as you are and your team is in coaching, don't pick the middle ground, pick right, pick left, don't drive down the middle because it'll, it won't work. Yeah. You know, I say choosing not to choose is choosing not to have. You know, you got to make a choice. It's one or the other. There is no neutral. The other thought that I had that dawned on me, and I don't know what your opinion is on this. If the gap is really big, I know we're saying, hey, to close the gap, one of the things you may have to get out of balance. If the gap is really big, can we also say that there's a possibility that you are out of balance earlier on in the year, but maybe out of balance in the sense of not focusing enough on your business? And then Absolutely. now we're recalibrating, right? We're having to recalibrate. Right. So to counter maybe a lack of focus in the beginning, we got to counter it with getting a little bit out of balance in order to kind of offset maybe something that we didn't do at the beginning of the year. Maybe right. we had a slow start. Everybody, the biggest challenge is, you know, not working with intensity on the days you're working. I mean, to me, you can have days off, probably as many as you want. You can have days off, but what you can't have is a series of off days. That's the real problem. If you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to be off with your family, great, be off with your family. You can have days off, but what you can't have is off days. Those kill production. 
they kill momentum. And we have too many people with off days, and we have a change in sales ratios that has happened this year. And quite frankly, it's more difficult, everybody. Let's be honest. In 2021, after the pandemic settled down a little bit, it was, you know, summer of 2000, 2021, 2022. I mean, we had such motivated buyers that had the fear of missing out. They were willing to write on anything. They were willing to buy at anything. The interest rates are incredibly low. The motivation to move up to a better house was high. And the reality of it is, that's not the way it is anymore. And the sales ratios have changed. You know, where you may have talked to 10, 12, 15 people to get an appointment, you may have to talk to 25 to get an appointment today. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Jim Rohn said that decades ago. Brilliant statement. It's not going to get back to easy street anytime soon. Our interest rates are not going to fall through the floor. You know, they're going to cycle down sometime in the future. But we are in this pattern for a while. Go get your unfair share. Well, this is some great stuff, Dirk. I I tell you, I couldn't. This is I I couldn't have. uh, I couldn't have uh, envisioned that the conversation would go as good as it has today. I mean, really, this is exactly what I wanted. I, I really wanted to pick your brain on this production gap. And you definitely exceeded my expectations because I, again, I think it's such a fantastic uh, conversation to have right now. The timing of it is perfect. So I, I'm going to leave the audience with that. I think if we give them anything more, uh, if I ask you to give them anything more, I'm afraid that at, at, at some point they actually learn less. So I'm hoping that they'll listen to this over and over again. But Dirk, how do if people want to learn more about you, they definitely need to be getting on your distribution list and getting your your content. I know you got coaching with real estate champions. What's the best way for somebody that wants to learn more about Dirk Zeller or find out more about you? What's the best way to to connect with you or or consume your your content? Well, certainly they can go to realestatechampions.com. Um, they can go there. I mean, I have 11 books that I've written over the last few decades. Uh, so they're obviously available at our site, along with a number of other things. You can go to Amazon, all our books, all my books are on Amazon. I'm, I'm out there cause I've been there a while. So Google knows who you are, right? Yeah, you Google's just go to Google and say, uh, let me know something about Dirk Zeller. And there's plenty of uh, things that will come up. Google will tell you who Dirk Zeller is, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Dirk, I, I really, I, I'm I'm very grateful for you accepting the invitation. I, I actually thought you would accept the, the invitation, but I, um, you know, I was, I was excited about this, this, this call and, uh, you know, I really appreciate it. I really do. So for those of you listening, check out Dirk Zeller and listen to this video, uh, this podcast, share this podcast. I think this information is extremely relevant. It's it, The timing of it is, is so critical because we're not as far off. We don't have a, as big of a gap as we might think we are. And it's reasonable to believe that you can close the gap completely. And if not, you can close it partially, as Dirk Zeller would tell us. So, Dirk, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, and I hope we connect again sometime soon. Yeah, I would look forward to it, Greg. 
You do a great job and thank you for having me. Thank you, man. Thank you.